0: Well, hello, hello, my friends. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for another great week of podcast listens and downloads. And uh, actually, when 181 aired, last week's episode aired, it was before I uh, the uh, Salty Language Podcast with me in it aired um i just thanked them for having me on the show and i i finally got to listen to the show because it was uploaded and it freaking rules so all of my bastards i want you to go there to the salty language podcast look for the episode with me in it and listen to it and download the crap out of it because it rules yeah that's right i said it uh also uh if you want to support the show here's a great way to do it i finally broke down and created an amazon link and basically, what that is is you, is uh you go to just go to my at s anthony says on Twitter, and it's in the it's in the bio actually, and you click on that link. And what happens is you actually just go and shop on Amazon like you normally would. It doesn't change anything for you, but because I would have driven the traffic via my link, I would get a there would be a couple of shekels thrown back to the king here basically the show it will help to support the show so that way you can actually if you want to support the show you can go about doing whatever you were already going to do on amazon any of your shopping you were already going to do anyway just use my link and it supports the show so if you wouldn't mind hook a brother up go to add s anthony says look in the bio click on the link get to shopping and get to supporting the show you bastards And I want to thank the guys, uh, Brian and Tony, over again at the, uh, the, the uh, Salty Language Podcast. I really did have a great time with you guys, and I, want to pre- I appreciate you guys having me on. And it was a pleasure talking to you cats. And uh, it was great, man. I had a great time. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was like hanging out with two buddies, having a beer, except for the fact that you guys, unlike some of my old friends, didn't start a fight, get your ass whipped, and then I'd have to come in and whoop someone's ass to save you from getting your ass really whipped, and then I'd have to drive your drunk asses home as you vomited out of the windows of the back of my car, and then it strains our friendship, and then I wait till you're sober and come over to your house and say, you bastard, you gotta pay to clean the inside of my car out, you're puking and you vomited out my window. You better pay to get my car washed. And then you say, I don't remember it. It's not my fault. And then I pimp slapped the crap out of you until you come up with the money. It wasn't like that part. It was like the fun part. <laughs> so once again, guys, thanks for having me on your show. I really, really appreciate it. So my friends, my beautiful bastards, are you ready for episode number 182 of the S. Anthony Says Podcasts? Of course you are. I'm ready too and I'm going to drop this goodness for you. But before that, uh I, I gotta be honest with you. you know, earlier in this in this intro before the show starts, I, I was I was actually saying that I want you to go to the at S Anthony Says podcast, uh at it's called at S Anthony Says on Twitter, you know, and go to the link and you know shop through Amazon and all of that crap. And I still I would like you to do that because it would support the show, of course at no cost to you, but Quite frankly, I would I would it would really be easier if there was some eccentric billionaires out there or millionaires out there who would just, you know, give me about, you know, 15, 20 million dollars. Just, you know, if there's any billionaires listening, if, if you got 20 million, it, what's 20 million to you? OK, you spent that on one of your houses. Just give me the 20 million. OK, and then I can go to a desert island with one of the Williams sisters and make some beautiful babies. Beautiful babies with the, one of those delicious Williams sisters yeah me and either one or preferably both william's sisters on a desert island oh yeah and then we could make some beautiful children Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay this got weird (laughs) are you guys ready for episode number 182 cool roll that theme song now All right, everybody. and Let me talk to you about something interesting here. Sometimes in life, things happen. I actually started off like I was going to give some kind of lecture. Sometimes in life, what I meant to say was you have things that happen that are that, that people think of as cliche if you talk about them. But when you realize they actually happen enough, they're not cliches. They're actually things that just genuinely happen. And they're really, really annoying when they happen. And people behave their worst when they happen. You know, you you have somebody that's, you know, you go to, say, McDonald's or something like that. And the person in front of you literally is sitting there and hemming and hawing over the damn menu, which is one of the reasons why I don't like going to drive throughs, even though I always go to drive throughs. One of the McDonald's close to me has a drive. Most drive throughs, you know, you can just kind of whip out a line and leave if you want to one of the ones i go to you can't do that because to the left of you is the building there's the drive-through area and to the exact right of where you are is a piece of a big cement divider that divides the drive-through from the parking lot so once you're in line at the drive-through you are at the mercy of the people in front of you and you're at the mercy of the people behind you oh yeah because nobody's gonna back six or seven cars aren't going to back out of the damn drive through because you want to back out of the drive through and if the people in front of you are idiots or unreasonable or take too long to make a decision you sir are trapped like a rat that's why they should actually have a little piece you know when they have the, the when they have the drive through in the mcdonald's they have the arrows where you're supposed to go there should be a big circle or a big blue square right there and there should be a question mark in that spot because that's the moment of the decision. That's the moment where you got to make the decision. Do I want this food bad enough to make this left turn and go into to this drive-through? Because once I'm in this drive-through, I can't get out because i'm stuck like a rat i can't escape this is the decision block and you have to make the decision at that moment and it's not there but they should put it there they should put a little in fact they don't even put a question mark in there there should be a big big square where you have enough space to pull out if you want to and it should write in big red letters are you sure question mark because you got to make the decision at that point do i want to go in there and be trapped like a rat behind some dumb bastards or maybe have some dumb bastards behind me and if because if you do it's all your fault you only got yourself to blame damn it well, I got trapped like a rat. And it happens to everybody. You go there. You're not paying attention to the time. You go there. You want to buy a mix something that they, whatever the breakfast crap they have, you pull in and the people in front of you, you got 14 minutes. You got 14 minutes and there's three cars in front of you. How long does it take to order? Not a big deal. I'm going to get the mix something for breakfast. I don't want any lunch crap. It's still I want breakfast crap. Not a big deal. And then the first person gets in to an altercation with the person taking orders they get angry they're calling names they're making different difficult choices you see them take the food out the window take the food into the car take the food back out the car and hand it back to the person in the window there's a long period of time then the bag comes back out the window goes back to the person in the car and you think it's over because who's dumb enough to send food back to mcdonald's when they're in a drive-thru a third time and he finally they get an answer to that question who's that dumb the person three cars ahead of you is that dumb because the food goes back from out of the car back into the McDonald's there's a long period of time the food comes back out the window back into the car and it happens six times with that incredibly complicated menu at McDonald's where you have five choices for breakfast and then that jackass walks just drives away and you're going man you know, the person in front of you is looking at you through the rearview mirror and you're both making a look at it. You're looking at each other like <laughs> that person was a real asshole, weren't they? And you look in your rearview mirror and the person behind you is looking at you and they've got their hands up like, I can't believe how dumb that person was. It's not like there's going to be another person who's equally stupid and right behind that. Oh, God, this person's a dope, too. Cause this person does exactly the same thing I wanted a double triple quadruple sir we don't sell triple quadruples oh come on because <laughs> you really can't make out what you say you can only make out a few words you make out enough words to realize one you don't like this person's voice two you don't like this person in general because three they're gonna mess up the fact you're gonna mess up you getting your breakfast but you still got seven minutes there's two people how long does it take to order it's not a problem oh god he's got kids in the car oh no so this guy takes a month and a half to order his crap he pulls away doesn't matter you got a minute and a half not a big deal and the person in front of you they're not going to take a long period of time and they were looking in their rearview mirror at you and mocking the two cars in front of you so obviously after seeing all of this and having all of this time this person can't possibly take a long period of time to order their stuff they don't want to be dumb like the two jackasses that were in front of them they're going to order quickly oh my god he's getting out of his car Oh, his car window doesn't roll down, so he gets out of his car. And now the lady behind the window is saying, "Sir, we can't take orders from people that are not in their cars." But he can't roll his window down. Apparently, his window's broken. But she's not going to let him order unless he's in his car. But he can't order from the car because his window's broken. And that's what they keep seeing back to and forth to each other. Because now it's a repeated loop of, "I don't want anyone else in line to be able to get their breakfast." Idiocy and the guy goes well screw it then I'll come into the restaurant and I'll order from in there. Would that make you happy? Sir, it's not about what makes me happy. It's just the rules. Oh, you. And then he pulls out and you finally pull up just in time to watch the lady behind the counter go. I'll be with you in a minute, sir. And you're going, that's I only need a minute. You might as well just take more. Oh, no, no, I have to do this. And she walks through the restaurant around the side of the restaurant past my car to the sign, presses a button to change it into the sign for lunch. Cause now they ain't making breakfast anymore. And I sat there all that time, 15 and a half minutes when I only know I was 14 minutes away from breakfast, 15 and a half minutes because the three jackasses in front of me were in fact jackasses. And that's why I don't go to that one anymore because if you go to that one, you're trapped like a rat. And if the people in front of you are complete morons, you don't get breakfast if you don't come in time. And I don't want to have to come earlier. I can't come there earlier. That's the only time I could get to the place I'm a busy dude. So I said, that's it, damn it. I'm not going back to that McDonald's. Now, it's nothing against McDonald's. Everybody eats at McDonald's. You know, you try to act like you don't, but you do. And like I said, I have nothing against that joint. I just don't go to that one because the drive-thru traps you like a rat. So I decide, you know what, there's another McDonald's a couple of blocks down cuz no matter where you go there's a McDonald's a couple of blocks down and I go to the next McDonald's Dun, da, da, da. this McDonald's looks even cleaner and nicer and more professional than the other McDonald's there's people making sure that they pick up the trash in the parking lot it's really clean and nice even the even the parking lot doesn't have oil spots in the, you know, when you have the, the, the parking sections with the lines and you have where you park your car, they keep this place so meticulously clean. They, and it's been there for a while. They don't even have those oil spots In the parking area, and this is an older parking area. That's how meticulously they clean this McDonald's. And I'm going, if they're that meticulous about that, then they're gonna be that meticulous about my deliciousness food, my incredible food, and they're gonna be that meticulous about taking my order, and they're gonna be that meticulous about making sure as a customer I'm as happy as possible. Oh, I'm so glad I found this specific particular McDonald's. And sometimes when you go to a place where the people are professional professional and nice and courteous what happens is even if they're around a bunch of people who are jackasses sometimes the jackass people will see the courteousness the professionalism and niceness of the people and they in turn will raise their level of behavior to match the business i've seen it before i've been in the hood i was raised in the hood i know what it's like to go into one of the hood chinese food stores and the new family comes in and takes over the stores and the old family put up with crap the new family does not put up with crap somebody comes in there rude and the guy shuts him down hits him with niceness hits him with courtesy and all of a sudden somebody who was just a block and a half away actually peeing on a wall not cause he didn't he had to but because why not I feel like it and he was being nasty and rude to people as he walks down the street walks into this Chinese food restaurant and then you know this guy's a bleep hole but he gets in there he's like yeah man F you man and he walks in. Hi, I would like to order, uh, I would like to have a General sauce chicken, a large homemade iced tea, and if you wouldn't mind, sir, kind sir, may I please have those Oreo cookies? I would love those for dessert. I find Oreos to be quite refreshing as a dessert after I enjoy the wonderful culinary delight of your General souls chicken and may I also compliment you on the deliciousness and freshness of your homemade iced tea and of course the fantastic placement of the ice cubes in the aforementioned homemade iced tea. How much is that? Fantastic! You know what sir? You can keep the change because I remember a long time ago back when I was an a-hole on many occasions, I actually gave you less money than was required. I kept a mental note of the money that I gave you that was not rec- that you know that I owe you, and I just wanted to make sure that we balance the books. As of right now, with the money that I gave you, it will cover the cost of the food I just ordered, but it will also cover the cost of the amount of times I ripped you off and you weren't aware of it. Okay. From this point on, we have a clean slate, and good sir, I shall leave now because there's someone outside. I have to viciously beat because they owe me money but don't worry i will wait until they go around the corner because i wouldn't want any blood to get on your fine establishment i shall leave now goodbye my friends where my money mother jumbo (laughs) (laughs) and i've seen something close to that that was a bit of an exaggeration obviously but i've seen something close to that back to the mcdonalds So this is a meticulously clean McDonald's and you're figuring everybody's going to raise the way they behave, raise the way they act, raise their behavior to a higher standard because the people at this McDonald's are so wonderful and so clean and so nice and so courteous. You can tell that immediately. And the line is moving quickly, so quickly that sometimes you go there and you see six cars and you're waiting at the stoplight. You make your left turn. You drive halfway down the block and you're about to make your right turn to go into the drive through and you saw six cars. And by the time you make that turn and that turn and go in there, those cars are gone. Wow. Way better than the other place. So I go in and make my order but there's one other person I didn't see this car there was a lady in front of me and oh no she's starting to act like the people at the other McDonald's oh no she's making ridiculous demands she's being mean she's being hostile she's so violently yelling and screaming that she's literally moving the car that she's in because you know if you move violently enough in your car if you move passionately enough in your car you can actually make your car rock back and forth that's how mad she was. I know what it's like to make a car rock back and forth like that. Of course, I didn't do it when I was mad. I was doing it when I was being bad. And by that by boom, 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 I meant I was getting it all with a girlfriend. Back to the story. So she just, and she peels around. You know, and the, the bad part about it was before she actually peeled around, her car actually lurched backwards. So I kind of backed my car back and I just kind of waited back there and let her get her little rah, 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 out of the way. And she pulls off and I'm going, man, and I'm sitting there like I, I even I even gave the lady behind the counter in the window a couple of seconds to get herself together, you know, because this was really a violent, vicious, yelling and screaming encounter. You know, I thought it was going to get physical. Oh, man. So I'm about to, I put my foot on, I took my foot off the brakes, I begin to press down on the gas, and I'm about to ease up to the window, and I see, I hear, and I see in my rearview mirror someone. Peeling around the corner and it looks very similar to the car that just peeled off and it is exactly the same car and now I can see the lady's face from the front and as mad as I estimated her to be and the face that I expected her to have being that furious this face that she's making right now is even worse and she pulls past me now keep in mind like the other mcdonald's you couldn't do anything you couldn't pull out because there was a there was a a, a, the cement divider In this mcdonald's it was free and clear to pull out and i know it was free and clear to pull out and this lady shoots past me turns her car and cuts me off in a mcdonald's drive-thru There was only one car there, me. She could have gotten behind me and waited, but oh no, that would have required behaving like a rational human being. That would have required not being crazy, and this lady has already proven to be crazy. She cut me off the same way a police officer cuts off someone in a really bad 80s era cable movie that you'd see in a hotel when you're in a hotel that doesn't cost that much and you're surprised they actually have cable in the first place. And she cut me off. And she starts screaming out the window. She looks at me and she I guess she's expecting me to yell at her like I'm going to go, Hey lady, you better be crazy, you better not do it. And I'm sitting there going... Um, I'm not going to get into an altercation with this lady because, you know, something happened in the McDonald's in an or- in an order that made her crazy enough to peel around at 70 miles an hour in a parking lot and cut in front of another car in a parking lot and cut in front of someone in a mcdonald's drive through so that's someone i really don't want to have any kind of altercation with because i'm pretty sure they're nuts and if they're nuts they might have lots of weapons and my car is not bulletproof even though i love the mighty toyota camry i know it's not bulletproof and even if it is which i know it isn't i still don't want any projectiles coming. In my direction so she jumps out the car and she's screaming at the lady and now she's close enough because now she's really like six inches from the front of my car I can actually hear what this section of her of the fight is about I couldn't hear what she was fighting about before. I could just hear the words. But now I can see why. I can hear why. I can understand what this person is angry about. And do you know why this young lady peeled around the McDonald's, drove through the McDonald's parking lot at 70 miles an hour endangering people's lives, cutting in front of yours truly? King Bastard himself, S. Anthony Thomas, in the mighty Toyota Camry, almost running into the side of McDonald's and smashing through the wall. Do you know what the offense was? She got two hash browns with her meal. And they were made separately because the meal only came with one hash brown and she ordered an extra hash brown and that's what she got. So they gave her the items that she actually wanted. But do you know what her what the offense was? The hash brown, the extra one, was darker than the hash brown that came with the meal. That's why she stepped on the gas, drove around the McDonald's at 80 miles an hour, pulled in front of the mighty Toyota Camry that contained yours truly, yes, Anthony Thomas, and almost crashed into my mighty Toyota Camry and almost drove her car through the wall of a McDonald's. That's why. So the lady says, ma'am, are you saying the hash brown is burnt? Because if the hash brown is burnt, we'll make you another one. She goes, oh no, it's not burnt. It's just a different color. And I wanted my hash browns to be the same color. Think about that for a minute. She was mad, that angry, because her hash browns were a different color. And that's why she did that. People are crazy. You know? If she's that mad about hash brown, a hash brown that she's gonna be able to just eat, shoving her mouth, and just eat down in about a minute and a half. That's not burnt, just didn't look like the other one. Oh, I'd hate to blow her mind and say, hey, lady, I don't know if you notice or not, but if you're a human being, human beings are imperfect. And by imperfect, I mean one of your eyes is a different size. One of your titties is bigger than the other one. Your ass cheeks are not exactly even. One of your arms is longer than the other one. Oh, that's right. Even though some of us who are really attractive have symmetrical looking faces. If one was to actually measure the different sides of the face, you would notice that there's still a size difference. Measure your arms. They're a the different size. Do you know that people have twins and there's a two different types of twins? Identical and fraternal. Fraternal twins are twins that don't look alike. I would have said that to her, but I think the simple fact that she went ape shit over a couple of hash browns might have gotten me beaten down by this really, really huge woman. So I, of course, when she looked at me and said, "I can't believe these mother jumpers," and she didn't say jumper, "I can't believe these mother jumpers gave me these effed up," and she didn't say effed up hash browns. Look at these, sir. Look at these. What do you think? And I realize. If she's that crazy about hash browns, maybe I should agree with her. And I said, hey, it is what it is. You know, I mean, you got to get what you order, right? And she said, that's right. And I said, oh, right. And I backed away and got the hell out of there. And that's why I only go to McDonald's where they have a drive through where you can peel out. Because imagine if that crazy woman with that problem was in the McDonald's where you couldn't peel out. Imagine if I was stuck behind her in line and she's whooping the ass of the lady in the, in the, in the, in the McDonald's window. The people behind me wouldn't have backed up. They wouldn't have been able to back up. You know why? They wouldn't have been in their cars. They would have been standing around the altercation with the high definition cameras of their phone focused on this woman yelling world star hip hop, world star hip hop. And man, I can't wait to put this on iTunes. Or oh, I'm not iTunes. Maybe they would put it on iTunes, but I can't wait to put this on YouTube and I would have been stuck there. And that's why I don't go to McDonald's if they have a drive-thru where you can't get out. Now, if I told, now, I told you this story about what happened. Now, if somebody said to you, I got a story about somebody cutting me off in a Burger King drive-thru. I'm sorry, I'm Burger King, McDonald's drive-thru. You would have thought it was some really bad 80s era stand-up material routine. But it isn't. The crap actually happened. And when did it happen? Two days ago to yours truly. It's a true story. So from now on, I only go to McDonald's that have a drive through where I can actually pull out without getting locked in or I go into the store itself because I don't want to be trapped like a rat. So my friends, if you go to a McDonald's, remember when you make that left turn, if it's a McDonald's where you can't pull out of the drive through because you're trapped in. Remember, you better be sure you want to do it because if you go in and you get trapped behind a woman like that, it ain't going to be good. But other than that. McDonald's is great. Ba 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 ba. I'm loving it. <laughs> Segment over. <laughs> Folks, I want to talk to you about people that are pre-pissed off. Right now, if somebody actually does something to you that's horrible. You have every right to be pissed off. You have every right to be upset about it, because if they've done something, if there's some kind of offense, if they did something horrible to you, of course, you're going to be mad and you're going to be ticked off. You could take the nicest person in the world and do something horrible to that person. And they're going to want to beat the crap out of you or at the very least yell at you or at the very least least be very, very highly upset. And you can you'll be able to see it on their face. Even if they're known for smiling all the time, you're going to know that something bad happened and that they're upset about it. It happens. But sometimes people get what I like to refer to as pre pissed off. And what I mean by that is they're upset about something before it happens or they're upset about something they anticipate is going to happen. Now, it only counts as pre pissed off in my estimation when the thing they were preparing to be pissed off about doesn't actually happen. I was in the supermarket this Sunday that just went by and I'm I'm, I'm driving some relatives and we're all going shopping at the same time. You know, the other guy's vehicle is down. So I said, don't worry about it, man. Come with me. I only need half of my trunk. You can have the other half of the trunk and the other guy can use half of the back seat and sit in the car. We can all get all of our crap. We'll be good. So I did that. I'm that type of guy. Where's my Nobel Peace Prize? Damn it. Anyway. (laughs) So I'm there and I'm in a supermarket. I'm buying all my stuff. I got my cart full of the crap I needed to get. And I pretty much know what I want to get whenever I go there. But the prices fluctuate because prices always fluctuate. And I want to make sure I have everything that I wanted and everything that I needed. Also, I want to make sure I have enough money. So I'm doing the math again. I know what the stuff costs. I just saw it. So I'm taking things out and I'm adding it up to make sure I have enough money, including the sales tax to cover everything. And that I don't have to put anything back because even though I have my card on me, I'm not going over the money that I have in my hand. Not going to do it. So there's a young lady and she's in one of those motorized wheelchair carts and she's coming up to me and she's quite a distance away. So I didn't even really pay attention because I don't know where she's going. And then I look up again and she's actually approaching me and she had a smile on her face. And as she gets closer and closer to me, her face kind of frowns up and she's looking at me like, you dirty bitch, because she just assumes I'm going to stand in her pathway. Now, there was enough room for her to go around me. There was plenty of room for her to go around me. It would have been a little bit of an inconvenience, but she would have been able to very easily clear the space. But me, as an able-bodied person, I see this lady in this wheel motorized wheelchair. I grab my cart and I drag it out of the way. But she still has a look on her face because she was already pre pissed off because she thought I was going to be a jackass and inconvenience her. But the whole time I'm thinking, oh, this lady, I'm not going to make it hard for her. I'm going to get out of her way. And she was mad. She was mad when she approached me. She was mad as she was passing me. And then I saw the anger. Most of it get off of her face because she realized I was mad at this guy for doing something that he didn't actually do. She still had a little bit of residual anger, but it was just there because she was angry. There was no offense that was a reason for being angry. And that's what happens sometimes. She was pre pissed off. She was angry about something she thought was going to happen and it didn't happen. And she thought it wasn't going to happen, but it didn't happen. But she thought it was going to happen. And when it didn't happen, she was still mad anyway. And she couldn't remember why because it didn't happen. So why is she mad? And that happens all the time. You do that before you 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 just know somebody's gonna do something. I can't believe you see a guy and you think he's gonna cut you off in traffic, and you're looking at the guy. I can't believe this. Ooh, I know he's gonna cut me. Okay, he did not cut me off. Oh, this guy! Look at these people. Not gonna let me in traffic. I can't stand these battles. This guy stops just let me in the traffic, and you're still mad. But there's no reason to be mad. I think mad is kind. Of, mad being angry is kind of like. Um, what's the best way to describe? it? It's kind of like. Uh, like a dirty chair, you know, or, or not. not dirty. I can't think of it. It's like it's 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 filthy. Anger is like f- dirty. Right. And if you take something dirty and you put it on a white suit, even if you take the dirty thing off, there's still some dirt there. Because it came in a contact with the dirt. Like if somebody's... Like if you have a, a child that's playing outside in the dirt and you're wearing your new clothes, they come up to you and the dirty child sits in your lap. Hey, cousin, uncle, whatever your relationship is. And they hug you and kiss you. You're like, oh, the baby. Oh, and then you put the baby down and you look like you rolled around in dirt yourself. Now, the dirty kid, the kid with all the filth and dirt and grime from rolling around outside has left but what's left with you residual dirt and that's what happens when we get pre-pissed off about something we get all worked up i can't believe he's gonna make me i'm in this motorized cart and this able-bodied bastard is gonna left his cart there and i'm gonna have to drive around i I can't stand oh god he oh he's moving the cart. to And in that instance, the dirty child, the dirty bag, whatever the dirty thing that was on your new clothes has been moved away. But guess what? Because it was so dirty, it left a little bit on you. And that's what happens when you're pre-angry, when you're pissed, -pissed, pre-pissed, pre-pissed, pre-pissed. The dirty thing that you expected to be there, it, it touched you. The anger touched you. But there was no reason for the anger. So the anger goes away. But there's a little bit left because it touched you. I remember an old girlfriend a long time ago. I was living someplace and I talked to her on the phone and we were having a great conversation and then it got a little weird. Sometimes when you're in a relationship. People have a great conversation and there's an agenda in the background. They're trying to they're trying to. You know they're kind of slipping questions in to try to get you to quote admit to something or try to find out something without just asking you a question. Ask me if I'm busy Saturday. I think you're busy Saturday, and you and and I'm I'm sitting there going. Normally we have a date on Saturday, but I find out that you I find out that she's busy. So she's wondering what am I gonna do since I'm not gonna be with her. What am I doing, huh? I saw the way those girls looked at you, Mister Funny, Mister. I stand on stage and make a bunch of people laugh. I know there's girls that want to do stuff to you because you they see you up there i know it that's what she's thinking but that's not what she's saying anyway the d- 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 she's all nice but then in- i can you know i'm gonna be with so what do you gonna you know saturday i mean i know you're gonna you're probably gonna be out there at those clubs on saturday right and <laughs> all these questions and the whole time i'm like a sucker i'm just thinking they're innocent questions but they're not innocent questions i'm being interrogated with niceness and you know what she was already pre-angry just assuming i was going to Be out having fun when she was working. I was gonna be out there with girls, going, "Oh, you're so funny!" And she just imagining stuff that she thought I was doing, but I wasn't doing. But she thought I was doing, but I wasn't doing. But she thought I was doing, but I wasn't doing. And then she started to get a little more aggressive and angry. And I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, I said, what is wrong with you? You know me better than that. What's wrong? You know I don't do stuff like that. What's wrong? <laughs> well, I said, we we'll are just end this conversation. Okay, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I said, okay, alright, alright, we'll talk later. Bye-bye. And I hung up the phone. Now, I'm thinking the conversation is over. She just said she didn't want to talk to me. And when she's going to end the conversation, she just said that. And when someone says, I don't want to talk to you, I'm going to end this conversation. That's usually when the phone gets hung up and I said okay we'll talk later or something like that I'll talk to you later bye-bye and I hung up the phone I didn't even slam the phone down it was a push-button phone you can't slam down a push-button phone it just goes like that that's all it does but she was pre-pissed off she was pre-pissed off thinking about I was going to be doing something that she didn't that I wasn't going to be doing but she thought I wasn't going to be doing in her mind in my mind, all I said was, um, look, we'll just talk. I mean, you, 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 you're, being, you're being weird right now. You know, we'll just talk later. Just, just calm down. We'll talk, I'll talk to you later, okay, babe? And she said, I don't want talk to you anymore. I mean, in this conversation, I said, all right, all right, we'll talk later. Bye-bye. And that's what I heard. But that's not what she heard. What she must have heard was, you know what's going to happen the second I hang this phone up? <laughs> I'm going to immediately begin banging your sister and your mother, yeah that's right. I want to find out if everybody in the family is as good as you, yeah that's right, I want to find out what kissing your sister is like, I bet her lips is just as juicy as yours and I want to trade up because she's about two years younger, yeah that's right. And I know your mom's an old woman but she still looks good, I don't blame your dad for jumping on top of her even though they're older, even for an older lady I'm telling Right now. I should get some of that just to find out if I decide not to throw you away like garbage, which you're going to be like 25 years from now. And if I'm finished nailing your mom real good and that booty's good, I might keep you because I know I'll probably have a good chance of your booty being good for the next 25 years. Oh, by the way, before I hang up, listen to this. Oh, yes, Ashley. Give it to me really good. Give it to all of us really good. Yeah, that's all of your close girlfriends. The second I hang this phone up, I'm going to power bang all three of them. Oh, your mama's come back. She's back in the house and she's got her bra off. Yeah, that's right. Your mom's topless right now. I'm going to do to your mom what you did when you were a baby and slurp on her boobs. Yeah, that's right. I'm doing, oh, I'm sorry your other sister's here. Oh, she has the same butt you do. I'm going to do stuff to her butt that I never did to yours because you don't deserve it. I actually have stuff that even though you love when I get it on with you, I've been holding back a whole bunch of good loving moves and i'm gonna do all of them loving moves that i didn't give you i'ma do it to all of them i got a suitcase full of crap that i do to women that makes them feel even better than the stuff i do to you and i was gonna do that stuff to you but you don't deserve it in addition to that i'm gonna walk around the city and say lots of bad stuff about you and show people a picture of you just so they'll know the person i'm saying bad stuff about yeah that's right that's what she heard, apparently. because all of a sudden I she had a key to where I was and I had a key to where she was and because she was one of those people that did whatever her job was at the time it required her to leave the city for little stretches okay she'd have to fly to this place and fly to that place you know part of her job OK, she was always on airplanes. So she gave me her key. So I would take the key and I would go to her house because, she, you know, she lived in an area that was that was cool. But there were some burglaries and she wanted someone to, to see me, someone who was obviously that everyone knew was her dude going in and out of the house. So people would always would not know whether there was someone in there and I could water the plants and take care of the, you know, there's that kind of thing. And I she had the same thing with me she would go to my she never used the key if I knew she was there I didn't use the key I had permission to use the key I had seen her naked I had jumped on top of her 14,000 times I had permission to just walk in if I wanted to but just out of courteousness I would call first just to be courteous I would ring the doorbell and she would always well you had the key you could have come in I said well you know I don't want to invade your privacy I'm you're my dude what are you talking about I said okay 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 but I still did it and she did the same for me probably for the same reasons she could have walked in whenever if she wanted to I wasn't going to be upset I'm going to be upset because the person I, I care about and the person I'm getting on with the person who lets me play with her boobs and buttocks comes into the place I'm going oh my god you're a beautiful black woman and I love you and all of that you're super attractive and I have permission to have lots of sex with you Oh, you're going to just show up here with those delicious breasts and scrumptious buttocks that I have access to pretty much whenever I want to. Oh, God, now we're going to have lots of sex. Why? Of course not. I wanted to come in there, damn it. And she wanted me to show up because I'm the man. But this particular time, she didn't ring the doorbell. She didn't even knock. Oh, no, she comes in. I can hear the car in the parking lot. She didn't. She just just left the car there and I could hear her running up the steps and she wasn't even a big woman. She was a thin woman. She had huge cans and a delicious juicy buttocks but I just wanted you to know that for no reason (laughs) haha. And she comes up the steps and she's stomping up the steps and she was light enough for her to have to stomp up the steps to make a sound. She had to do it on purpose. She just bounds up the steps and stomps down the hallway and just slams my door open. You bastard. And I go, what's wrong with you? You you hang up on me and slam the phone down on me. How dare you disrespect me by slamming the phone down? And I said, it's a push button phone. There is no base for the phone. To shut the phone off, you have to hit a button. So I physically couldn't have slammed the phone down because you can't slam down a push button phone with no base. And she said, "Shut up! You're just trying to be right." And I said, "I am right." And then she rattles off, "And you disrespect, and you just big and you get and, and you gonna be, and you get big get big And then she noticed what was on the table. What was on the table? Flowers. And you know what those flowers are for? For her. Because you know what I was about to do? Take him to her house and say, I think you're the greatest thing in the world. Then, of course, after she said, oh, I'm so sorry. And she took the flowers and gave me a hug. I, of course, would have banged the crap out of her, taken her off to a nice dinner, a romantic dinner, then taken her back and banged the crap out of her some more she knew that's what was going to happen as soon as she saw the flowers she realized she was pissed off about the fact that I may be out there getting it on with some other women or the whole time she's driving over there ready to scream at me and call me all sorts of names and tell me I'm a piece of crap and I'm nothing and scumbag and crap and garbage and die and the whole time she's over there mad she's driving that Bath I'm going I'm to give him a piece of my mind and then you, if this was a movie you would go and it would be a split screen and I'm at the flower shop, yes, you know, I really think she likes she really loves these roses. I mean, these are exactly the type of roses I know it's going to cost a little extra, but you know what I mean, you know I mean, we had a, a fight on the phone, and even though it was a, a fight over something stupid, you know i i don 't want to argue with her anymore i mean she's she's my girlfriend, and I care about her and everything, so make sure you get the and you know what no i don 't want to a, a note that. Generic, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just give me a blank note and I'll write my own uh, little poem in there for her and all that. And then you cut back to her and she's cutting people off in traffic. F you, you're a man too. You probably cut your dirty back. And then they cut back to me, oh, this is going to be great. I'm gonna I'm driving back and I got the rose. I'm going, this is going to be great, you know. Uh, I'm going to go back to the house, you know, and, I, and I'm going to go back to the house real quick, and, you know, because I'm going to change clothes. I am going to be wearing something real nice, you know, so when I show up at her house with the flowers, I'm going to give her the flowers. You know, I want to be dressed up because I know that she's she's going to be you know she's going to want to get all dialed up and we're going to have a nice romantic evening then he cut back to her and she's screeching off the street your mother jamba and then he cut back to me and I'm on the phone yeah uh, I like the reservation for two at the restaurant that is so cool that when women see that they're going to that restaurant even if you actually did something mad they would go wow that's such a nice restaurant i'm going to forgive you and uh, I, I would like a re- i would like a reservation i would like a reservation at a table that when women have dinner at the table they automatically decide they're going to extra bang the boy the boyfriend that they that actually took them to that restaurant is this sir? Spe- so we have a special triple bang table uh, but if, for another $45 we have a table where not only is she inspired to bang you she's going to let you do stuff that you normally wouldn't only she would only let you do on the birth on the birthday you know what give me the only stuff that she lets me disgusting stuff she allows me to do uh, on, on the birthday I would like that table as well and you cut back to her she's storming off the steps you're rotten mother jumper and you cut back to me okay we'll see Okay, it'll be night, tonight around 9.30 is that good fantastic click and then the door opens up your mother jumper and then the screen turns and one big screen because it's no longer a split screen and there's no reason to go back and forth between scenes because we're both in the same place and she looks yeah mother jumper and then she sees the roses And she knows me well enough to know when I come up with something like that, I always plan an entire evening. I didn't just get roses. I never just get roses. I don't get roses when I do something like that. I usually have a whole evening planned and the whole evening is usually something here, something romantic, maybe a little scavenger hunt and hours and hours of power banging. And now she realizes, oh, I wasn't going to sneak out to be with some other woman when she comes back at 10 o'clock to the city i was going to be at her house in a nice clothes with roses and, and some serious power banging later on and she realized she was angry about nothing <laughs> she was pissed about something that wasn't going to happen but she thought it was going to happen but it wasn't going to happen but she thought it was going to happen but it wasn't going to happen she was still a little angry because it was, like I said, it's like the, the, the dirt of anger touched her. And even though it was moved away by the realization of what was going to happen, it was still a little there. She was sick. Like, you know, she felt, now she felt dumb because she thought I was nailing someone else when the whole time I was plotting on nailing her. But the thing is, when you have the dirt of anger, when you get pre-pissed off about something, you shouldn't be pissed off because it's not going to happen. The dirt of anger had touched her, but it didn't really matter because... I was planning on taking her clothes off anyway, <laughs> which is exactly what I did. And as it turns out, it was a good thing she came over. It was a really good thing she came over because in my plan, which it actually went out work to a T, we would go she would see the flowers and we had a great time and then we'd go out to dinner and then after dinner I would bang the crap out of her but as it turns out she felt so bad that she was mean that she apologized to me and then I banged the crap out of her and on my apartment we went back to her place I banged the crap out of her again and then we went out to a romantic dinner and we came back and I banged the crap out of her again I know it's indelicate to say that I banged the crap out of somebody but uh, this is my podcast and I talk that way So shut up <laughs> uh, In all seriousness though uh, I did Obviously I put the Wacky language Of saying I'm banging And all that kind of uh, that uh, Childish crap And just to make a point You know uh, That was a very That was Actually it happened She got mad at me Because she thought I hung the phone up She came to the pop-, pop and screamed And stomped Saw the roses And I took her out On a romantic de- uh, evening And we had a wonderful Time together and uh, she was angry about something that did what was never going to happen I was never going to cheat on her. I've never cheated on anybody but she in her mind thought oh, I bet he's doing this and that and I wasn't you know and that's why now I've made a decision uh, I try my best not to get angry about stuff that may happen unless unless The person has a history of doing that type of thing. Now, if I had a history of nailing other people and she anticipated me getting it on with someone else, then it would make sense because there would have been a history of me having that bad behavior. But there was a history of me not doing that and going out of my way to make it clear that I would never do that. So she was angry for nothing. So I try my best, my friends, I try my best to never be angry for nothing. And you should, too. You dig? You bastards. (laughs) Segment over. You know what? I'm one of those guys, people, and I'm starting this segment abruptly. Normally, I go, hey, guys, how's it going? But I don't want to. I just want to jump right into this topic. And I'll tell you why. Stop complaining about crap all the time, especially if it's the same crap you've been complaining about all day every day no one cares we already heard it we don't want to hear anymore and the other thing I don't like necessarily is people that complain about things that you know it's almost like a conspiracy thing It's conspiracy theory it's I I get a kick out of watching conspiracy theory videos on the internet those things amuse me especially not the ones that have some semblance of truth to them and maybe there's some shading in one direction or another I'm talking about the stone cold nut nutty, crazy, wacky theories love it. I think that crap is hilarious especially if it's someone who has a dumb conspiracy theory but one of the things they also have is really, really good skills at editing and creating graphics when you see a really well done internet movie and it looks good and it sounds great but the theories behind it are some of the dumbest things in the world, it's the best I love it. They come up with those the music, the music is all centered them, unbeknownst to you, we're all really reptilian killers. I know a lot of people are going to go, but we're mammals. We've actually been to the doctors and had x-rays. We've had babies the way mammals have babies. We can't be reptiles. My baby didn't come out of an egg. Oh, but that's just the way they fool you. No fool, you're nuts. Okay. (laughs) You know, and the funny thing, the thing that amuses me the most is when people, like everyday people, have conspiracy theories thinking the world is against them. I have friends that actually, whenever something bad happens or if a, a bunch of bad things happen in a row, they literally think the world is against them. And I'm saying, no, the world doesn't care. I've been your friend for 25 years, and I really don't give a crap. So you know, people that don't know you don't give a crap. There's seven point something billion people on the planet. There's hundreds of millions of people in the country that you live in. There's a there's there's about two there's about a million people in the city you live in. Maybe a million and a half. There's about fifty thousand people in your neighborhood. <coughs> Sorry about the coughing, guys. There's about 150 people in your direct neighborhood that you know personally and none of them is giving you a second thought no they don't think about you until you walk past them or drive past them and then you wave hey bill honk honk hey how's it going no one is against you as an individual nope for the most part you know nobody cares like that you know Guy cuts him off in traffic, and he's the, that guy right there. I knew it that bad. The whole world's against me. And I'm sitting there going, no. He's just cutting off whoever was next whoever was the next person as he was coming off the off ramp he was going to cut in front of that person he didn't cut in front of just you he wasn't looking forward to cutting in front of you it's not like he woke up in the morning and went oh man it's nine o'clock i better get out of here right now i got to get to that off ramp before bill gets there i gotta cut bill off and then he sits on the off ramp i would leave and jump into the freeway right now but i'm not going to do it because i'd cut off someone that isn't bill and quite frankly the The only reason I got up today is to cut in front of Bill and make him late for work. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to abruptly cut in front of him, uh, almost cause an accident, and then drive much, much more slowly than Bill would like and do it in such a way as he can't pass me and he has to suffer through my driving. And then I'm going to wait until I check my alarm on my watch that is a special alarm that goes off when I've officially made Bill late for work and the moment that alarm goes Goes off. I'm going to drive back off the freeway and go home because the only reason I woke up today was to make Bill late for work. It had nothing to do with anything else. I'm actually on vacation. I'm actually on vacation right now. And one of the joys of my life is making this random human named Bill late for work. I'm so glad he thinks it's random. No. The world is not thinking about you as an individual. The world doesn't give a crap. Sorry. Right? Think about how big the universe is, my friend. Think about how big the solar system is, my friend. Think about how big the planet Earth is, my friend. It's just spinning when you die and go wherever you're going to go. If you're a religious person, you go to heaven or hell. If you're not a religious person, you get eaten by worms. But either way, you're gone. And either way, the world keeps going and no one gives a crap. Think about this for a minute. Think about the relatives or friends that you love dearly. You cried like a baby when they passed away you miss your grandma you miss your uncle you miss your friend you miss this person you miss that person you miss them you love that person but ask yourself an honest question unless it was like your direct parents a year later two years later five years later how often do you actually think about that person And if you do think about them, how often is it a really, really strong emotional reaction? You know, like the week after your grandma passes, you'll go by and you'll see something. She got you as a kid. You may tear up. You may choke up. But two years later, you're going to pick up. Oh, yeah, my grandma got me that. Yeah, it was good times. And then you go back on with your conversation. You may not even verbally say anything. You'll just see it and go have a little smile on your face or not smile at all. Or if it's been there the whole time, you may not even notice it. And that was your grandma. You cried when she passed away. But a few years later, you ain't really thinking about it that much. That's because that's how it works. So do you really think in a planet of 7 billion people with their own agendas, their own lives, their own goals that they're thinking about you, Bill? Hmm? See, I know for my own sake, I know there are people that love me to death. There's people that would jump in front of a bullet for me right now. There's people I could pick up my phone right now and say, yo, man, I'm getting my ass whipped. And I could have 10 dudes wherever I was within a few minutes whooping who, the ass of whoever was whooping my ass. I know this beyond a shadow of a doubt, and they, which means these people love me to death. I died. If I died last week. Two years later, they wouldn't really be giving me a thought unless something made them think of me, and these are people that love me, and I know this, and I'm okay with it because I know that's how it works, right? <laughs> I just picture, I just picture, you know, imagine if the world was actually some kind of, you know, uh, thinking, breathing organism, not just a collective of people, just a thing that existed as a collective and we actually had a collective mind called the world and they're sitting there going I don't know Uh, I'm tired of being random normally we have you know everything we do is kind of random I mean there's some patterns involved in what we do but for the most part what we do is random you know I'm I'm getting a little bored with the randomness of it all you know even though that's part of my existence but uh, whoa whoa is that Bill over there uh, excuse me, the rest of the world. Would you mind uh, not being random anymore and just ganging up on that guy right there? You you would you would enjoy that. I know I would enjoy that. So whatever you do, uh, could you get the dude that cuts people off in traffic? Get about ten of them. Yeah, bills on I ninety six or whatever the hell that is. There, put put a bunch of them in there and then randomly do that crap. Uh, now, when he stops off at the rest stop because he gets frustrated with the fact that everybody's cutting them off, I'm going to need about three families to be in front of him in line. And I want each one of the children from each one of the families to not be able to figure out a McDonald's menu, even though there's only about six things on it. I want them to each and then I want them to change their mind as much as possible. Yeah. And then, and then, and then if he decides to go around to the drive through, I know the speaker has been fixed, but could you would you mind re-breaking the speaker? So we'll have to order 47 times in a row. I would really like that to happen because I would not like Bill to enjoy this process whatsoever if you could, if you could do that for me now Bill is then going to go to work and everybody that, excuse me, all the people that were going to buy stuff from Bill, do me a favor. uh, Delay all of your sales until after it would help him with his bonus. I don't want to make sure that under no circumstances, under no circumstances, does he get this bonus because he absolutely needs this bonus and it would help him out. It would actually make him happy. And quite frankly, we can't have that. So I want you to do that. Also, uh, contact Bill's wife. And I know that they were planning on having a romantic evening. Whatever you do, tell her not to let it happen. Tell her to wear exactly what she was normally going to wear. Make her look awesome. But whatever happens, don't let Bill anywhere near her. Him. That's right. Don't let it happen at all. Frustrate the crap out of him. Oh, do me a favor. I also need something to happen that preempts all the shows he would have watched on the couch out of frustration. Do that for me as well. Oh, and that sale that was going to be at the pizza shop he was going to call to have the pizza delivered to his house. I want that sale to end one second before he calls. Oh, we're just getting started with him. He's only 35 years old. We got another 60 years to torture this bastard. And it's never going to stop. Oh, he didn't want to have children. Oh, that's a shame. I want his wife to have quadruplets. And I want all of them to be annoying. I want all of them to have some kind of problem that makes them really 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 difficult to deal with and I want that to happen now now that sounds ridiculous doesn't it of course it does but some people actually think that, that people are ganging up on them to try to stop them from doing things and I'm telling you right now nobody really cares now, we do have problems, you know, we have problems with race and religion and things of that nature. And those are people attacking groups. And, and of course, unfortunately, one person from a group, if someone gets pulled over and treated badly or stopped, you can't you know, get married or you can't buy a house here. Yeah, that's technically something that's happening to you individually. And that is an, that's something that you have to fight against. I, I get that. I understand that. But Bill actually thought in his frustration That the world (laughs) had conspired against him to stop him from getting him, getting where he wanted to go. Bill's a little bit nuts. He's a good guy, but he's nuts. And I wanted to ask you guys. You know, when you, when, I mean, how how far do you take it? You know, like when like when something really bad, not not tragically bad happens. I mean, you know, uh, you know, you wake up in the morning, you stub your toe, you go to the bath and the toilet seat breaks. You get out of the toilet, you go get the coffee. The coffee pot blows up. You try to put the thing in a trash can. It falls on the ground. There's a lot of glass. You step on it. You got to pull glass out of your foot. You go to your television, you turn it on, you hear then the TV doesn't work. Do you just think, ah, oh, man, I'm having a bad day? Or do you really think, the world's against me? I knew it. Somebody broke into my house, softened up the glass in that coffee pot, weakened up the toilet seat. I knew it. Somebody went in there and jiggled one of the wires in the TV. And someone in the middle of the night broke into my house and moved my stool 1.3 inches over. So I would absolutely stub my toe it's a whole conspiracy against me i knew it but do you just think it's just a bad day i'm one of those guys who just think it's just a bad day see because the funny thing about it is when it's, it's, it's all about how you're thinking about things you know if i get up in the morning. And I'm thinking, I ain't ha- I'm not having a bad day no matter what. I don't give a crap what anybody else does, damn it. I'm enjoying my day. Nine times out of ten, I actually do. But when I get up and I'm like, man, the day sucks. Everything sucks. Even things that wouldn't normally suck, suck. Right? I did an episode of the podcast a while ago about a lady that came up to my car and cursed me out because she wanted directions and I couldn't give him directions because the engine, the, the motor in one of my car doors um, had burned out and I, had, and I couldn't roll down that window at the time. And that was a day that I was having a good day. So the fact that she blasted and was cursing and N-word and you mother, you, you, it didn't bother me at all. I didn't even get angry at her. I literally she was walking away after just blasting me and all I could think was oh man I hope she gets to where she needs to go man she must be really upset because that day I woke up and I'm like I don't care what anybody says I'm having a good day the hell with that (laughs) right conversely, there's been days when I woke up and just like the, the little the little thing that I described before, you know, when you stub your toe, when your toilet seat breaks, the coffee pot breaks, the TV blows up and all these other kind of things. And that's just before you left the house. Now, let alone all the crap that happens to you when you get outside. And it was a day when I thought, man. Today sucks. And what started to happen was things that aren't really that bad started to seem like hell. man. you know, you drive somebody someplace. Right. You want them to hurry up and they actually are hurrying up. If you actually looked at the clock, you could see that you're actually still ahead of schedule. But you don't look at the clock because looking at the clock is facts and facts. Well, they kind of get in the way of complaints. You want to complain, but you can't complain because those facts get in the way. Those damn facts. Damn it. I remember I was dropping, I was giving somebody a ride someplace, I was waiting for them to come back. They were literally, when I think back on it, they were in the house 11 minutes. I still got where I wanted to go really, really early. But there was something about everything they did that just pissed me off. Oh, you got to take that last drag on the cigarette you got to wave to that guy you know that that's a tenth of a second you could have been back to the car you actually took the time to wave with the guy you could have. oh my god you got to tie your shoe your shoe's not going to fall off you don't tie it I knew this guy hated me he probably went home and loosened his shoe on, on purpose because he knew tomorrow I was going to be in a hurry that bastard has got to take the, oh this is incredible oh he's taking oh look how slow he's getting in the car oh my god he had to get back out of the car and then he got in what oh this is ridiculous I know you're leg was trapped in the door but the car would have we, nobody was going to you could we could have gone we could have left with your leg hanging out the window all you had to do was pick your feet up and not let it drag on the street i knew it this bastard <laughs> so when i heard when so when i heard my friend complain and talking about all those weird things where he thought the world was against him i realized and i noticed this is a while this is like this is really a long time ago the the thing that happened to me that's inspiring this segment this was a long time ago and i realized that man i got i got to be careful man i got to be careful how i wake up i got to be careful what i'm thinking about when i wake up cuz a long time ago before i started doing this show i looked at the successful periods in my life and i looked at the parts of my life that kind of sucked And I realized it in in like in like two or three year chunks that have, you know, and I realized that whenever I had a chunk of life that sucked, I traced it all back to what I was thinking about on a daily basis every day when I woke up. During the successful chunks, I didn't even want to go to sleep because I was doing something. I was prepared to do something. I wanted to tear the world up. I was the world was like a beautiful woman laying in bed waiting for me to jump on top of her and do some good stuff. And in those two or three years when things were bad, the world was like a lady waiting in bed for me to come over. So then when I got in bed with her, she could get out of the bed, press a button and have an anvil fall on my punk ass as she laughed at me. That's what it felt like. Okay, that's a really, really weird description, but shut up. (laughs) But it all stemmed from how I started off everything. You know. So I was saying to him, I was like, look, man, you know. You you woke up, you already in a bad mood. Nothing really happened to you that was out of the ordinary. You know, Just remember the world, it's not a bad thing to realize the world doesn't give a damn about you. It's not a bad thing. It's a, it's a fact. You know, you can only get mad if you expect something different. Now, I'm not saying the world is full of bad people. The world is actually full of pretty good people. But even good people have things they have to do for themselves. Even good people are going to want to take care of themselves first. Even good people have their own agenda that makes things better for them specifically. You got to realize you're always going to be at the best 1A to even the people that love you the most. You're 1A. They take care of themselves first. It may look like they're not like if you're a spouse and you take care of your wife and you do good things for your wife. And in the back of your mind, you're thinking, ah, you either you want to jump on top of your wife. I know you genuinely love her, but you want to you want her happy because if she's happy, other people see her happy and everybody's like, oh, his wife's happy or her husband's happy. Wow. Or maybe you want to get it on with them or maybe just seeing them happy makes you feel good. But there's a motivation for you. You will really come first if you really think about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you take care of the people around you. So I was like, dude, you know Like I said, the world's not the world's not against you, man. The world doesn't give a shit. You know. Just be cool. When you wake up, go, I'm gonna tear the world up. I'm gonna get all up on the world and do some good stuff. And if you wake up like that and you go about your day like that, you'd be surprised how much stuff doesn't bother you and how productive you're gonna be. Instead of sitting in your car cursing at a guy Who's just trying to get to work just like you? Yeah, he shouldn't have cut you off, but he's long gone and he ain't thinking about you. And you're sitting there squeezing on the steering wheel wanting to kill somebody. Don't give that guy that kind of power, man. Because little Noah knows I'm never going to get that kind of much, anybody that kind of power over me. Nor should you, you bastards. Segment <laughs> over. Well, folks, that has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast, also known as S. Anthony Says, starring yours truly, S. Anthony Thomas. And I want to thank you very, very much for spending this time with me. I appreciate it. You guys keep coming back every week, and you always bring new people. And you know, I, I, I say it every week that how much I appreciate it. But quite frankly, I do. I believe that you know, if somebody does something that you like, you let them know. You know, if, if you appreciate somebody, you, you, you try to let them know. I mean, you don't have to walk up and say, "I love you," you are the greatest, haha every day. But I only get to talk to you guys once a week, so it's okay for me to tell you how much I appreciate what you guys do for me. One more shout-out to my buddies Brian and Tony at the Salty Language Podcast. Once again, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, for those of you that want to find me on Twitter, there I am in two places, at S. Anthony Thomas, that's my name, and at S. Anthony Says, that's the name of the podcast you're listening to right now. The email to contact yours truly is the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. And for those of you that want to, uh, like I said, to support the show in a way that won't cost you anything there's a link on my twitter for the podcast at s anthony says it's in the bio and if you click on that link you can if you're already shopping on amazon anyway don't go out of your way and do something just to help me unless you want to Um, if you're going to shop on amazon anyway if you're a shopper on amazon please use that link uh, to do your shopping what happens is like i said it doesn't cost you anything extra but for driving traffic to the site amazon uh, we'll kick a little little bit to the show and that's one way that you can help support the show without actually, without it actually costing you any bread but more so than anything else I want to thank you for giving me this time I really really appreciate you cats you guys are some of the coolest bastards out there and uh, much love to every last one of you thank you I will see you again next week much love to you all S. Anthony out go Yeah.